Hey guys, welcome. We got another special guest here. So, what is your name? My name is Rosemary. That's what I go by. Um, okay. Last name's Warzel, but I go by Rosemary. Since so thank you for having me here. <laughs> well, thank you for being on here. Now, well, I love about Rosemary. We'll call you Rose. Is that okay, Rosemary or Rose? What you want? Either one. Okay, we'll do Rose. I like the Rose, like a flower, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, Rose, tell me about what you do. Um. So what I do with my art, uh, an entrepreneur in art, I actually paint music and I paint souls through music. And a lot of my canvases, they are multiple canvases and they move, reform stuff, uh, reform a picture, or like it'll remake another picture out of the same canvases. And I help with the community stuff. I help with therapy through community, uh, spiritual community, mediumship, uh, give messages out. So it's a little bit more of what I do on my work job. And I actually paint, do painting with a twist. I actually help people to paint as well. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anard. Okay, listen, listen. You said something that that's really, really, you combine two things, music and art. There's nothing more therapeutical than music and art. And then the fact that you're taking the way the music speaks to you and you're creating these beautiful, amazing canvases now listen you guys listen here's the thing if you have one piece of canvas it's cool you can have a piece that changes non-stop right rose yes okay. yes how did you come up with that like seriously i was um a part of my journey was uh you know like you're talking about like spirituality part like to keep going right i was always to keep going i always had messages from the other side to keep painting even when i didn't want to so basically in 2020 i met a, a person that was very he literally his name is scott and he literally said to me can you paint really good you know reference peaches i'm doing all this stuff listen to this album and paint this and i was like okay it was the first kind of way in 2020 that i you know after painting a long time all right let's incorporate and feeling the energy go through me and what it happens is some people said, I believe they call it synthesia, where you can paint what pictures like what you hear it. I feel it in my body and it equates to different colors, which actually it forms a moving picture in my head. So when I'm painting one canvas and I use acrylics, I actually use a watercolor technique to layer the paints on because the, the picture is constantly moving when I listen to the music. I actually channel the energy in with my hands. I'm playing it. And then it goes right on the canvas and I've have used, I use, I paint with both hands. So I will be painting a beat and a color with my right hand and a beat and color with the left hand and going across the board. Um, and it became a point where I go, there's more on this, this, you know, I'm painting one track. Here's one, one canvas, one 14 by 14. And I go, there's more. And the way that they spin, they will spin in like a puzzle piece, the same canvases and make another painting and spin again and make another painting because you're listening to music and you realize like an album, it flows together. All of it does. So it's just, it was the way I saw it in my brain, but felt it in my body. You feel the vibration and that's the message that comes through. So, <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I'm going to tell you something, you know, mm. I, I, I do photography and art, you know, and, and I do when I do my photography, here's the thing. I tell people, look, and I, I ask people that I, when I'm going to photograph something, the way you brought this up, man, it's so perfect. Cause I feel like we understand each other in this sense, because I tell people, listen, you walk into a room with me, close your eyes, open your eyes. And we have nothing like blank walls. What do you see? And there's something that finds you as it is. Right. And people tell me, oh, I like music and all that. And they're telling me I am painting visually in my mind 
and I'm seeing these things come to life. And they're like, how did you come up with them five seconds? I'll say, that's what I saw. Or, you know, so it's hard to, you know, as an artist, you know, and as a, I understand where you're at because it's so hard to explain to people when you see something in your mind and you're putting it down on a canvas and having the two hands also, I do what I did. And it's people like, and they're just, the mouth just drops, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh it's, my gosh. It's some of, for me, again, it ties in the spiritual and medium part because when I read a person, I see it like a movie playing in my head. Like you're in the matrix, like the movie and you stop it and you do that camera pan. That's the way I experience a person's memory. So sometimes you listen to music and you get the same thing. You're in that memory and it's literally just forming in front of you. Just like you're saying, like you're literally painting it because you're living in it. You're feeling it. You're tasting it. All of it is down there. <laughs> I feel you. I bet we're on the same page. Yes. I found somebody that understands what I go through. Yay! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. I tell my wife, I go, honey, do you, you know, and I'm stopping something. The bad thing is, as an artist, you got, we got to talk about this. As an artist, you stop somewhere, right? You look at something like, oh my God, I want to paint on that. Or, oh, oh, <laughs> and the thing it is, and all of a sudden, your phone, you have a, you know, you have a phone, you have a music, right? You're in the car driving and there's music, and you're like, oh man, and all you do is you're just painting the world around you, but you try to explain to people, and they think you're like, yeah, no, like I'm see that. I think, look, look, can you look? Look at the clouds. Like you know, when we were kids, look at the clouds. Look at the yes. there's a dog up there. And like, did you see us? Like, no, I don't see us. Like, really? And then they look at you like you're like, what? What are you on? You know? It's like, no, I'm perfectly fine. You know? <laughs> yeah, I man, it's so good. This is a refreshing to speak to someone that sees. This. Yeah. So okay, I'm not losing my mind. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, all right, Rose. Let's talk about you in the community environment. You said that you're in the community and you're involved with the community and yes. you're helping people. Let's talk about that part. Okay. So, um, a lot of it was, we have a, we have a discord server. It's one of the places you can find me at, um, just one of them. But what I do is, like I said, I integrate the art, your soul pieces, right? I paint your soul. So, and I'm going to talk cause that's part of the community. So what I do is I'm able to do these readings on people, their soul readings, and I'm actually here to help other entrepreneurs, other people to go, you know what? People are always, always talking about, they're always talking about how the world is like this great place. It's not so great. And I go, well, create your way out because that's the biggest thing is you're given the keys of creation right now. Why are we creating destruction? Why not create something beautiful, create together and be a part of the community together? So I started making these bridge between fashion, you know, like I'm working with somebody who's doing fashion and she does art and photography. We're working on opening our own gallery here, but I'm also working on going mobile and taking a mobile gallery, the mobile community and going out, actually connecting to people. So, and I help them through their, you know, through their trauma, their soul pieces, but their paintings, when they come, I had a few commission them, they will give me an entire playlist. And to see something like they go, how did you know this? Like, how did you know I had a connection with butterflies? How do you see what they're seeing in their brain? And it helps to heal them, to connect them. And so that's just why I get a lot of people coming to me to, to, you know, for answers for like, it's almost like life coaching to be that person to sit down with them and just be like, all right, I get it. You're not in a great place. I'm going to sit right on the curb with you and talk. And that's where you build these bridges with the community. And I've, I've gone out, I've done things for free. I was just like, here, like, I'll give you the shirt off my back. Here you go. Right. Um, and I find it that 
that's one of the things in the world that we see today is so many divisions. Why are we not being cohesive? There's so much that connects us together way more than these labels and this division part. And that's where I start connecting with the community. Like I said, painting with a twist, uh, somebody painted love in my area. They do health and wellness and they do paintings as well. Um, there's been a few vendor in that I've gone to a vendor stuff um, through selling art on the street, basically, but connecting to the people, the shop I was standing next to, right? So you're, it's just all about the connections with people and letting them be them. That's the biggest thing is letting people be who they are with like a safe space. And it's just what we provide in the community. Um, like I said, with just story time, I have story time podcasts. We let people tell their journey. Like your journey is important. Everybody's journey is valid and important. So we give them that stage, right? <laughs> yeah, I. you know what? Podcasting is powerful, man. You know, before you have to pay like thousands of dollars to get on a radio station. Now, people like yourself, myself, you know, hey, we're doing podcasts, you know, and it's and for good people anywhere. You're where, where are you right now? I'm in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in Sebastian, Florida. So you guys can see we're doing two different states just by a communication of, you know, thanks to Google. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll take that off. But yeah, thanks to Google. Um, what is a what is the hardest piece you ever had to paint? And I've done some of these, and it's something that just breaks your soul when you're letting it go. What is the hardest piece you ever done for yourself or for someone? The hardest piece that I ever did, um, I actually have two of them. The first piece I did, which is nine canvases, 14 by 14, based off of music. It was based off an album. Um, and because of the way they moved, I was painting between all nine of them at one point, uh, spread out on the floor because they're 14 by 14, it was huge, and turning them. It was the one that I was the most involved and engrossed in, like the whole world could go on around me and I was into that painting. So it was one that I was very focused on because it was very important. It was like the first piece. And then one of the hardest ones that I did, and normally they don't, like I'm good with reference pieces, I'm somebody who like, you like the creativity flow. So when I do a reference piece, I'm like, oh, it's like, you know, like doing a portrait, you're like, you're super critical on it, but yet at some point it's not creative. You're just literally, for me, I'm like a 3d printer. I just copy, like it's like copying it. Right. So I did it for somebody, but I knew it was important for this woman. Um, it was for a client, uh, an old elderly lady. And I didn't know if I did it justice. It was a chapel, uh, in Yellowstone and it was very important to her heart space. And, I didn't know if I did it justice for her. And I was very, it took a long time to do, maybe a month or so. Finally give it to her and saw her face though. That was the biggest thing. Saw her face, unwrap it, 90 year old lady, like it was a present and just go like, that was the biggest moment for me, but it was one of the hardest pieces because you want to get super critical, super perfectionist on your art sometimes. And you're like, nope, this piece is off here. <laughs> what is the longest piece though? You ever had piece here, season then? Because I have like yourself, you know, canvases, you know, if you have a canvas, do you have one that you had for like, I have one that I have for a year that I keep on going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to it. Cause you know, like I say, we have a thin, we have a bad, bad, it's not a bad thing about us. We, like you said, you're a perfectionist. You're like, nope, so that's not right. Until you feel that good is right, then you stop, right? Yeah. So what is the hardest part of, do you have one of those pieces right now that, what's the longest one you had? You're like, okay, I'm done. What's the one piece that, that took you so long? What is the longest one you ever worked on? Besides I, the ladies' chapel. I'm still working on it, <laughs> an album. I'm painting and I'm still working on it because when I do an album, there are multiple canvases, different shaped canvases, the way they move. 
Uh, I've been painting it since 2021 and I'm still not even remotely done, but I'm painting Pink Floyd's The Wall. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's going to be a fun one. I'm hoping. Yeah, so that's, yeah. A, that's a Pink Floyd The Wall. Oh, that, that's a deep song. <laughs> that's a deep song. It's yeah. an album, yeah. An I'm album, doing yeah. the whole thing, so I'm still doing it. It's still going on. <laughs> And you know, we do you have a thing like okay, another thing that happens to me that I don't know what happens to you, you're sleeping, you're dead asleep. You know, next to my bed, I have a, a tab that I draw with an iPad. Do you wake up in the middle of the night, like, oh, I gotta get this done, I gotta go, I gotta go to the studio and get it done, right? Do you have anything that does that happen to you too? Because I, here's the thing people understand an artistic mind, okay? We're like 100 miles per hour sometimes, correct? And yes. And it's always rushing ideas, and you try to get, okay, and then you have to go back to the piece and come back. And it's, it's like, yeah. So, do you have anything like that that happens to you? Like, have you ever had anything happen to you like that? And then also, what did you create from it? Okay, I had one piece. Uh, I was going to produce art, and this happened last year through a vendor in the summer. And I knew I was going to do music pieces, but I didn't know what. And like, literally, what you're talking about, because I also channel. I ha I literally I have to go through my phone in the morning because I don't wasn't aware it's almost like sleepwalking that I get up at 3 a.m. and I pick up my phone and I put a note in my notepad of something. I don't even know I did that, like messaged it. It was like I was sleepwalking. So I check my phone all the time in the morning. And the piece that I did was I actually still have it. It's a 10 by 10. And I am selling that one. Um, the Sound of Silence by Disturbed was actually it just the music was playing in my head in the middle of the night and i wrote it on a notepad and said this one and i went in the morning and go why why am i gonna do this particular why am i gonna listen to this and paint this song and then i realized too it was on three other people's playlists that i did soul soul readings for and i didn't even remember like it was on their playlist and it connected all three of them together and they never even knew each other <laughs> so that was like the hardest one that I did and it took a while to do, but I mean, it, and, and like I said, I, I didn't want to part with it, but I love the messages in it. And, and it did, it was something in like in the middle of the night, your braids going and I go, why is this just pop up on my phone? I don't understand why I wrote that down. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, wake up in the morning, you're like, you're like, okay, what happened last night? What, 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 what? I, I understand. I completely, like I have, like I said, I literally have an iPad fully charged with a pencil then the middle of the night, I wake up and I'm and then go back to sleep, you know. Right. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. And people think, like, well, they, they one question, okay, here's here's the magic question How many hours do you sleep at night? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> it depends because my sleep schedule, I could do it four hours and be okay, I could be an hour and be okay, and sometimes I could be eight hours and sleep till the next day and be like, don't wake me. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know, people say, well, you know, you're you, people tell me, do you ever sleep? They, yes, I sleep. That's a question people are asking. You know, when you're creative, I think here's the thing. I've interviewed a lot of artists, you know, in my lifetime, and photographers and artists, and then all that. And every artist has a different, you know, different message, you know. And to find someone like, okay, well, you could do this, you could do that, you know. The fact that you're doing pieces that interlock with each other, that's mm -hmm. that's different, you know. Let's go back into you being a medium, okay? Mm -hmm. At what age do you figure out you're a medium, roughly? Um, if, you, if, if you want to talk about it, it's yes, I do. It's a bit different than I thought it was like everyone else, but um, I wasn't born here with an amnesia layer when people come here and they don't remember who they are. I didn't have that. And I had a library crammed into my head 
by source. So it's a, like a multiversal library. And so I, I was told to follow. And so my entire life was a little bit difficult growing up being two year old and like having these ability to help somebody and right connect. So it's been like that my entire life. And I'm, I'm 37. I don't mind. I don't hide anything. I'm not embarrassed about anything. And it's just like, to go through that and also be in a family that wasn't so open to it. They were very much shut your mouth, but also I didn't know what I was talking about. I did, but I didn't know that nobody else knew. I was talking about multiverses and Einstein theory and how it's, it's, you know, multiple universes. And I was eight years old and my parents look at me like, what is she talking about? So it was just a difficult transition, but you know, recently I've started to blossom in it in the last maybe four or five years, really just open to it as much as I can. Uh, and it did still always equate to the art for me. Um, and like I said, difficult Pete, like we're talking about difficult pieces. There is an honestly as an artist, I want to bring this up. There is one point in your life and it happened to me maybe last year going through this process where it's like, my art is garbage. I'm done. Nobody like you go through that. Right. And I literally had somebody like, look at me. I'm like, throw it out. And they go, I had to think about it just as you're saying, I was like, people do art all the time. You know, I do that. And I go, somebody goes, wait a second though, but people don't do forming pictures and paintings and puzzle pieces like you do. And I go, what are you talking about? And I really had to go look like, you're right. Nobody does that. So that is unique. And I just didn't give myself that credit. You, you're critical. You're not getting out there. And so you do that, but like, that's the whole difficult process, but also your spirit walk, like your path, right? You go through that in your life where you're just so critical and it comes yeah. through in your work. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what, what gets me is, is that being an artist, you know, people like I did an art show a couple uh, a couple weeks ago and I'm there and, you know, and I'm painting this this pelican, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm the one that paints with glass. I paint with literally paint with glass. I, I take glass and I talk about, well, let me take some glass. No, 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 no. I crush glass. Oh. Like the world, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a little bit. So I start painting with it, right? And I got people behind me going, "Oh, that's so cool! How you do that and all that." And I turn around and I tell one of the people because it was an art show, and I told them there was a booth taken here for the art show. I was like, "Look, man, I hate this piece. I can't stand it. I hate it. I don't like it. It's not. It's not. Mm. Because the bottom layer, I do a certain technique that I have. That I'm like, no, I hate it. I no, no. So. Two of my friends are artists, art teachers. They go like myself. We we're they're walking by. I said, "Do me a favor, sit down." And they're like, "Okay, sure." Now they're mine. They're well dressed and they're walking the art show. Like, oh. He says, "Oh, I want to sit down." The first thing I just gave her a brush. Is here. I hate this piece. Fix it. And she threw paint. And then the other artist threw paint. Three of us are going at this big. It was a twenty-four by thirty-six pelican. This pelican ends up with purples and greens and and, and all these colors. You know, we're like, I step back and say, "Wow." Okay, and the lady says, I want it. Another lady says, I want it. They were fighting over the piece. I was like, but I hated that piece. But what we see sometimes as we hate it, we all go through that. Somebody else loves it. Yeah, I have a piece like that. I do. Yeah. I have a the one and only at like, ab, I would say abstract, but more of this. Uh, it's like abstract. I paint abstract art, but it was uh, it was just an eight by 10, same thing. And it was, it looks like water lilies. But for me, I absolutely hated it. And everybody's like, they love that piece. And I go, I do not like this piece. I just found it no enjoyment whatsoever. But yeah, same thing. And 
it, we're super critical on it. And that's the one that everybody likes normally. That's somehow, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. And the worst thing is when people say, Hey, can I, you know, cause I, sometimes I put merch on my stuff, right? I want that one. I'm like, yeah, the one I hate the most. No problem here. You put on a shirt, you know, no problem. And I'm just like, and then you, the bad thing is walking and seeing it on a billboard or seeing it on a bus is the most hated piece. Yeah. Yes. And yep. you're like, <laughs> And it yep. doesn't only take you a few minutes to make sometimes. You're like, nah, 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 I ain't happy. <laughs> All right. So I understand completely where, you, like, this is like, I'm just talking to like a version of myself, like right now. This is like so cool. I love it. So what is the most, like, you say you do album covers, you know? Have you done any album covers specifically for any musicians that you know? Or these are all like people just call you, reach out to you. So how do you do these? No, I haven't done album covers for anybody. I've literally, it was for, it was people asking me to paint music. I actually haven't been as, as much public as I should be on it. I've been putting out and I feel, and I had that point even recently go, am I invisible? Because I have all this art and I'm putting it out there and I'm going, does nobody see any of this? So I haven't done an album cover for somebody, but I have connected to somebody in my space. If anybody knows Chuck Tingley and the Buffalo area, he did the album cover for the Google dolls, the recent one that just came out. So I was actually invited to a party early a few months ago, really to go and check out what he's got in his studio. But I mean, like, I, I wish I would have got more into it. You know what I mean? Like it's more the connection part. So, but yeah, I haven't done an actual album cover. I, I would think it would be awesome to do that, though. All Listen right. to the music and then do that. How about this? Okay, because I got a lot of followers globally. <laughs> I know a lot of people. So here's the thing. If you could paint one, we have this is hard because you're like, you know, you can tell that you have many. But if you had the one perfect band, musician, or anybody that you could do a, a cover for, an album cover for, who would it be? And your, what's your favorite song? Oh, jeez, that is really hard. <laughs> My favorite band that got me through everything, got me through a lot, um, and is not somebody who does historical work. I actually like Audio Machine. They do a lot of the clips in the backgrounds. You'll hear them for like movie stuff, epic stuff. But um, I would love to do, and I say love to do an album for it. And, and I know you can't see me, but there's literally on my back wall, I have a piece. I called it Speaking in Tongues. It was an album and I have thousands of their on Spotify. I'll go listen to them, their track. And I actually put it all in one like painting and I was painting it forward and backwards. I was playing it backwards, the song in my head, painting it backwards on this painting while I was channeling it with my hand. It looked like I was playing it, but I would love to do a cover like for them, like, and, and what they inspire. It's all about, again, the, the music inside of you. I would definitely love that. That would be awesome to do like a cover for them. Then he'd spell the name exactly how it is, you know? Yeah. Audio machine. <laughs> okay. Hey, yep. audio machine. Listen to me. Uh, Rose wants to do a cover for you guys. Okay. Audio machines. I know you guys hear this. You guys are all over. So you guys reach out to her. She, I'm going to put her link on my, on my podcast. So reach out to her. She will do some crazy stuff, man. You should see, I mean, I'm looking at some of, you guys can see this, but I'm looking at some of the pieces behind her and man, they're just mind blowing. And man. All right. So have you tried anything else besides cameras? Have you explored outside campus? Uh, no, I actually haven't. I want to get into mural painting. 
uh, big mural paintings on walls. We actually, it's a big play in our area right now to do murals. A lot of people are, are commissioned for that. And I know it's a different thing because it's grid work more, but I would love to do mural paintings. And I say nothing other than canvas. I've done watercolor, I actually done sculpture when I was younger as well. I did a life-size hummingbird and clay. So I've done that, but I haven't kind of reached out into that it's more been about easier on the acrylics with me <laughs> it's different it's different it's a different so acrylics and watercolors and do you have any particular brushes you like or are you, are you open to using any brushes or you have used anything that comes to your hand basically yeah any brush I have my set of favorites they're sitting next to me i literally just have a set of favorites i usually you know use a big wash brush but the brand that i like um I like using, I have, I use two different ones, but I like using Arteza brands and Spiri. Those are really good paints a lot. They're not, if you get cheaper ones, like cheaper paints, like um, they can be very much chunky. These ones are really smooth when they come out, really good medium to paint with, and they don't dry as fast. So I have some leeway uh, when I'm painting with it. So. <laughs> okay. And the last question, there's be two more questions for you. Mm -hmm. If you could paint anywhere in the world, what would be the perfect, city or country or state to paint if you could go right now say you know what i'm going to take this on the road like you said you want to put this in a mobile we're going to go on the road but if you had a one perfect place and describe it in an artistic way don't say okay well i want to go to no, no, i want you to describe it as an artist and you know like why would you want to go there and then you know if you were okay. envision yourself this it's is a hard one, of, one no it's not this is one of my dreams too and i've been there before but I would love to, um, I would actually love to, because I channel music through my hands, do a holographic. And I've seen people that have it, the gloves that you can do to paint with music, but I would love to do it right in the middle, if not in the front of uh, uh, Cleveland's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Music and painting at the same time, I would love to paint right there, just outside painting there. <laughs> okay, so Cleveland. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We have an artist that would like to come and paint in front of you guys. Some way, some painting with music. All right. And now, if you have a tip, okay. And I, every single podcast, I always, this is always the last question I ask everybody. Us artists, you know, we go through the emotions. We go, yeah, we have our creative blocks and all that, you know. But some of this in the, the yourself, you know, if you have a dream or something of an art, what tip do you want to give these upcoming artists or anybody that's going through something what is a tip you want to give them from your point of view as a, as an artist or even as a person to somebody else um one of the tips i have which also helps in my life i have another series whether this is pg-13 or not uh i paint i paint while nude i called it boob ross but we paint i do but it's for people on their body and one of the messages i give it to them is to just be you you're you you're beautiful as you are no matter what and when the tip is when i'm giving when i tell people to paint they're always like i'm not an artist and all this and i go anything that you put down on paper is you it's your art so your biggest thing is to let go don't be so critical in the beginning don't have the you know don't be so that's why acrylics are so forgiving in a way because you could paint over but really just let yourself loose don't even, if you're using the reference, sometimes don't even look at the reference, actually just go through and explore with the colors. And one of the biggest things that I found was easier, especially with painting, and I even seen it, I don't know, I haven't done oils too much, but I use a watercolor technique and I feel that it helps a lot of people out when I was painting, when I'm just showing it. 
um, to do in layers. Actually, water down your painting, and if you're painting it, water it down the pigment and layer it on because this way you can still change it and transform it. And that's like the biggest thing I give people is it's okay to be you. It's okay to shine in whatever endeavor you are. I mean, unconditional love is love, right? So don't put a condition on it. Don't put a label on it. Don't put a confining on it. Be you, be expressive. Um, be comfortable in your own skin and um, your own voice, being your own voice. Uh, that is one of the biggest things that I wanna kind of bring in is that it's okay no matter what you're painting, don't be critical. Don't compare yourself to somebody else because nobody is you. You are the only you here. <laughs> I love that. That is that is great, man. That was the best. Yeah, that was awesome. All right. So here's the thing. How can we follow you? If you have a website, I need a website and how you spell it out. I also need to know if you're on Instagram, social, Facebook, and how do we see these pieces and how can you get commissioned to do pieces for other people? I'm on... I do not have a website working on it. Uh, I'm on, I have a discord, uh, which is called, it's actually called, we changed the name. Um, it's home H capital O M home is in your home heart space, right? Lowercase C unity project up capital UP, right? So that is our discord. You can get the link through our website or I'm sorry, our Facebook, which is found relatively speaking 2020. Uh, we also have a YouTube, Relatively Speaking 2020. I have a few videos on there of me channeling music and painting music and such. Um, the gallery is in our Discord right now. does not have all of it in there, but most of my gallery is in there. You can see all the art in there. And we actually make places in there for people if they would like to ask questions or even do their own gallery there. Um, I am on Instagram as both Relatively Speaking 2020, and you can find me as FireRose24. So I'm on there as well. I think recently I just did a TikTok as Rosemary. I'm not, I haven't delved in it yet, but I'm on there. <laughs> and then you have a podcast too, right? Podcasts. Yeah, your yes. podcaster. What's the name of your podcast? It's called Storytime with Rosemary. And it's what? basically Storytime or Rosemary. And uh, right now we have, we're doing a story time with somebody I know in the community that uh, that tells all the windows of time. It is his native stories, indigenous. But also, I I can also interview people to tell about their life experience, their what they think of reality, how they see the world. And I'm so interested in anybody that wants to actually come in and do that. They can talk about themselves, talk about what they do, how their experience. Their life. So we just create the voice. <laughs> and what what platform what platform can we find that podcast on? It is on Spotify, Anchor FM, and Google Podcasts. Okay, awesome. Well, you guys, listen, it's been an honor having Rosemary here. It's actually, somebody that kind of relates to the whole thing, like the artist for an artist. Yes, love it. Let's give her, let's give, let's show her some, you know, let's go to her websites, let's go to her followings, let's follow her. You know, she is changing people's lives through music, she's doing a lot of stuff for the community. So, let's, let's, you know, let's help this young lady out and uh, get her goals to get happen. All right, thank you, Miss Rosemary, for having you Thank here you. today. Thank you.